My name is Humble Gray, and I am a Mississippi farmer. Now, there are certain things I don't cotton to, like, for example, I don't care for spiders, and I've never been a big fan of lima beans, and red lipstick on the ladies, I turn a cold shoulder to that, for red is the color of Jezebel. Also making the list, none other than New York City, Manhattan, NYC, the Big Apple, the city that never sleeps, whatever you want to call it, I'm against it. Of course, the only difference between that and the other things I don't like is I've seen spiders eating lima beans and encountered rouged lips, but I've never been to New York, and I have therefore disdained it from afar. And that's fine with yours truly, believe you me. I've no intention of setting foot in that roiling mass of sinful humanity, for their values greatly differ from my own. Or so I've always thought, but now along comes a photo play to toss a wrench into my well-oiled bias. I mean specifically a film entitled In the Heights, which I will now review. All right, all right, everybody sit down, sit down. That's right, I saw you trying to leave. Now then, this motion picture has forced me to question whether my long-distance impressions are as accurate as I've assumed. As you know, I live in the small town of Truvo, Mississippi, a hamlet of 500 souls or thereabouts. That's it? That's it, just 500, as they say. I guess it's not surprising, then, that everybody knows everybody and what they're up to. For instance, when the widow Blaine started keeping company with Tim Muller, half her age, it was the talk of Main Street. And weren't nobody not apprised when Naomi Sue at the post office dyed her hair green and then purple and then bright, bright red. We even took up a petition for her to return her locks to their former state, so lovely was that auburn crown. And of course, every child here grows up with the whole municipality as mother and father, so close are we to the offspring of our friends. All of these are virtues, and all of them I thought to be absent from the big cities. But then writer Lin-Manuel Miranda introduced me to Washington Heights, a New York City neighborhood with a small-town heartbeat. For he and screenwriter Chiara Algeria Hudes, I have no idea if that's right, tell us of a place where all lives are intertwined and the emotional connections run deep. No story? Oh yes, the story, based on Hudes and Miranda's Broadway show, concerns Usnavi, owner of a... Corner grocery stores, he and the rest of his Hispanic neighborhood pursue dreams of a better life, pursue them even as gentrification disrupts their block and its traditions. Usnavi's little dream, or Suenito, if we're speaking the Spanish tongue, is to return to his birthplace, the Dominican Republic, to reopen his late father's business, a bar that sits square on a glistening white beach. And there's the beautiful Vanessa, for whom Usnavi set his cap, if you know what I mean. But she longs to become a fashion designer and move downtown to upscale Greenwich Village. And then there's Nina, home from Stanford University, where her ambitions are being frustrated by societal prejudice. All this during an oppressive summer heat wave that leaves the block sweating and seeking relief in the municipal pool. Anthony Ramos is warm and open as his Navi, and Leslie Grace is all smiles and welcomes Nina, while Gregory Diaz the Fourth is exuberance itself as his Navi's teenage cousin Sonny. Right. Right. Why, there's even a role for that darling of Broadway, Mr. Miranda himself. Ice cold piragua. Well, I didn't say it was a lead role. Now, I ain't no crooner or hoofer. I mean, my Elspeth and I, we can manage a serviceable two-step using the old quick, quick, slow. And once, after some coaching in the parking lot, I even waltzed at a wedding. But I might not be the best judge of singing and dancing. Ignore anyone who doubts you. No, no, they're right to do so. But I will say that you'd best screw your ears on extra tight. You'll need both of them to catch those lightning-fast rap lyrics. 
Oh, and I'll say this too. Being a man of advanced years, I was able to catch some of the old school influences in the film's choreography. That includes an aquatic tribute to Busby Berkeley as everyone at the pool dances to 96,000. That's a song, see, where the neighborhood gets worked up over a winning lottery ticket. In addition, the story offers a dizzying homage to Fred Astaire's ceiling dance and royal wedding that happens late in the picture when Nina and her boyfriend Benny cut a vertical rug up the side of a building. Through such song and dance, the film weaves a tapestry of family values and community pride that would befit even small-town Trouveau. Now, that's not to imply that the movie has no flaws. You know you love me? That's a strong word. I like you, but if I might speak fancy for a moment, I'm not sure the many disparate elements of the plot coalesce as smoothly as they might. The genius is back! Your facetious calumny leaves me unabashed. I'll just say that the film makes a big point of telegraphing an upcoming blackout, but when it arrives it proves to be no climactic event, though it does give us a further sense of the bond between the residents of Washington Heights. Moreover, Uznavi's impending move to the Dominican Republic doesn't carry a lot of emotional heft, since that plot point seems to vanish for long stretches of the movie and doesn't impact the character's motivations as much as it might. Consequently, the pacing of the film is a bit loose, but nonetheless... This is going to be an emotional roller coaster. I'll admit I am up and down, but nonetheless, I say this is still a movie that carries rich rewards. So I ultimately urge you all to get to the theater and view this photo play... Oh, and apparently there's a post-credit sequence you need to stay for. I was unaware and did not, but I hear it's... One can of condensed milk. No, I hear it's great fun. And if you're wondering, it doesn't involve Samuel L. Jackson recruiting Uznavi for the Avengers, though that would be an interesting moving picture in its own right. Yes, sir. Next week, I'll be reviewing the film The Conjuring 3, The Devil Made Me Do It, which is about what happens if you mess with old Scratch. Play me out, Zeke! <laughs>